0: Hey, it's Meatball and Mark, and this is the Rocker Morning Show On Demand from 1077 RKR. This is the best of the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Hello,
1: Rocker Morning Show. Hello, Nikki Glazer. Hi,
0: Nikki. How are you? I'm so good. How are you guys? Well, I'm doing just fantastic. Uh, We're super stoked to have you in town.
2: Oh,
1: my God. I'm so excited
2: to be in town. Yes, absolutely. So welcome to the Rocker Morning Show. Two shows, uh, one Tonight going down on Thursday, and then another Friday night. Uh, There are tickets still available to these shows, but not many, so anyone listening better get on the good foot. I'm curious, have you ever played Kalamazoo before? I don't think so. Are you
1: actually, I may have done like a really crappy gig, like uh, when I first started out at some like Shakespeare's you know, lower bar wall. or like sports bar, at right? Some, you know, when I first was really bad, and um, I probably blacked it out because it was just such a bad performance. And like it's been, you know, twenty years at least. I mean, I've been doing this twenty years, so right. yeah. it was definitely. A while ago, uh, I'm really looking forward to going back. Though I love Michigan.
0: That's you just you just pulled up in, in the park downtown and just set up with a speaker there and <laughs> did a live set. <laughs> yeah, for I was everybody. busting
1: at the time. <laughs> I was a little homeless, but I, I've, I've yeah, quite a jump now. The 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 state theater, I believe, is where I'm performing. Yeah, is that a yeah. good one. I've not yeah. been there. Oh,
0: obviously. absolutely. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful theater on the inside. I mean, you're talking oh, yeah. some of the some some crazy yeah. classic yeah. artists have performed there. Like
2: I was gonna say, it looks like almost like an Italian villa. Like you feel like you're stepping. back back to sicily in the 1800s gorgeous oh
1: wow white lotus vibe okay i can get into
0: it yes absolutely
1: i love it i love yeah i love that you're like it's great on the inside i'm like yeah (laughs) 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 once you get in like don't don't freak out when you walk in but once you get close your eyes and once you're in i mean that is the way with so many theaters um but i'm so excited to go because i've I've heard such great things and i always have a blast when i'm up there i mean you just some states, you just like feel a vibe there where you're like, oh, they get it already. Like I don't have to warm them up. There has to be, there's no foreplay where I have to kind of like hold their right. hands to get into the <laughs> jokes that I really want to do. Yeah, you can just like right out of the gate. I, I just feel like I, there's no holding back for me on these shows. Well, so I, 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 I'm really, I'm and I get to do two. I mean, I think this first one sold so well that we added a second one, and mm-hmm. that one's selling pretty well. But it's just so much more fun with more people there. So I hope people show up because it is a special night. And I really, you know, there's been times in my career where I would not have suggested you go see me, but I really (laughs) think this is a special show. (laughs)
0: How, how has the tour been going? I know you've been out for a while now with this.
1: It's so awesome. I mean, it's all new material, and it's really like, uh, you know, I'm known for being like a raunchy roast comic, and that mm-hmm. is all there. I mean, like, don't bring your kids to this, but also, <laughs> if your kids are cool enough, totally bring them. It's not, right. I'm not too <laughs> grotesque. You're not gonna leave feeling awkward with a date. You're not gonna, you're not gonna. Um, I'm not the type of show where I think a lot of people have anxiety going to comedy shows because they're like, especially sitting up front. Like, what if he? makes fun of us and i just don't generally do that unless you are like heckling me or you're really annoying and obnoxious like i encourage you to go i'm not someone who's if you go up to the bathroom go to the bathroom and i see you i'm not going to be like look at this lady going to poop let's (laughs) go and then the spotlight follows you and like it's not that kind of show you can totally just sit there in the dark and laugh and and just have a good time and just relax and um i'm just so grateful to people going out to and treating themselves to a comedy show because i think Unlike going to see music, you know, when you go see music, it's great. I love going to see it. You can kind of get lost in your own thoughts and start worrying about the next day. When you, But when you're, like, engaged in comedy and you have to, like, listen and kind of, like, pay attention, it really makes you forget your life, which I right. think we all need to, like, cap out a little bit. And yeah. so I really encourage people, if you've never been to a comedy show, maybe give this one a whirl for your first time.
0: I like it. Now, Nikki, you grew up, um, you kind of grew up in the Midwest, right? You were born in Cincinnati. Yeah. Your Your family. Cincinnati
1: and... St. Louis and now I live in St. Louis. I moved back to the Midwest. I love it. I, you know, I was away for years and years and then I I moved back for COVID to St. Louis full of my parents because I was just scared and, uh, had, didn't have a husband or anything. So, um, and then I just stayed, I was like, I mean, I'm not living with my parents anymore. They kicked me out, but (laughs) I, I love, I love the Midwest. You know, I just, I like being around people who aren't um, as self-obsessed as, you know, you get in New York and and LA and just the, the constant pressure. I'm in LA right now and I'm looking so forward to flying to Kalamazoo tomorrow and just feeling normal again and not so much pressure. And, and everyone's just so, you know, I was at the critics choice awards on, Sunday night, and uh, yeah. it's kind of interesting. You go to these big events, and there's Julia Roberts and Jeff Bridges, and uh, you know, Kate uh, Blanchette and it's just like you kind of look and you go, Oh, they're all like this is like a middle school play. Everyone's just kind of playing dress up. No one's real, we're all just desperate to be loved, and it kind of makes you realize, like this is all kind of like smoke and mirrors, you yeah, know? And yeah. I, I just, I like the Midwest cause it keeps you humble. Like no one cares that I might be kind of famous. They just treat right. you normal. And I, I like that. I don't, I don't think of myself as any more special because I've been on TV. I just, you know, I just like to do comedy and I like pe- to make people laugh and I like meeting people after the shows. I just, I just enjoy, um, I enjoy the road. It's much different than, than Hollywood. It just feels more real just I- being on stage and, just t- talking the truth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like to tell people the Midwest is, is really nice. Cause like, like you were talking, everyone kind of plays dress up and they're all kind of prim and proper and yeah. putting on this show and stuff. Like th- those aren't really my kind of people. I identify more with like the people of Walmart, you know, those are, <laughs> those are my kind of people.
1: I truly, I agree. Like I don't even recognize myself when I get all gussied up and I, I certainly do get all dressed up for these shows, but I'm very honest about the work that goes into it. And that don't ever, you know, I just posted on my Instagram story, like, you know, don't ever get jealous of anyone's hair that you see on TV because it's all fake. I just right. took out, I just did the Kelly Clarkson show. i am just uh, got back to my hotel from that and I took out my hair and it is half of my hair. I think I had three original strands that are going to air on that <laughs> oh, show, gosh. but it's all fake. It's just all, you know, and I spray tan myself. I mean, it's just, it's, it's fun to play dress up, but you know, I like, I like not wearing makeup every day. I don't get recognized a lot because I don't look like I look like on TV. Sure. In fact, when I do get recognized, I almost get offended. I'm like, you think I look like this? How dare you? you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I feel like I should be unrecognizable, but people do. Uh, and, and they're like, oh, we thought you were Owen Wilson. Sorry. And oh, so, no. I mean, that is more the
2: look I'm rocking. They're like, wow. 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 wow." How did growing up in the Midwest shape your career and in, in the way you do comedy?
1: Well, I think the Midwest just has a, first of all, we're nice. I, I know that any Kalamazooian that departs outside of the area, like, I know that wherever I go, people are always like, you're so nice. And they don't know that I'm talking about them behind their back. But like <laughs> that, I do, I am a nice person. People are always shocked at how nice I am. Even, you know, I get more successful and people think I'm just going to turn into a jerk. But um, I think the niceness has kept me, like, humble. But shaping my sense of humor, it's all, you know, it's smile on the outside and, like, the pain on the inside. And being able to laugh at your pain and being able to – I think that in the Midwest also we, like, are – a little bit reserved sometimes, but sure. we have a dark side to us. And that's what I'm talking about when yeah. I go on stage in, in certain places. And like Michigan, I always have such great shows because there's just a wrong, like you guys created Eminem. Like there, he's a huge <laughs> influence on me in my stand up. He's funny. He says things that you go, how could he say that? And I, no one's faced by it. You know, it, it, that's, there's just a vibe in there where it's like, you guys get the joke. You know I'm not being serious, but you also kind of know I am. You know, it's just – there's just a, a, a darkness to your sense of humor, a sarcasm that – um it's, it's intelligent, honestly. I'm not trying to just butter you up, but it really is. There's certain places you go where they you just go, oh, they get it. I don't have to, like, b- you know, baby baby them and, like, yeah. hold their hands through this experience. Like, I can just be myself. Yeah. I was going to say,
2: you know, it's kind of funny because I'm 30. I'm going on 38. And back when, you know, it was like the turn of the millennium, it was like the, the voted most hated band in the world was the Insane Clown Posse. Fast forward 19 years, they're on Dr. Phil and To Catch a Predator, and they're starting to be the voice of reason in the community. (laughs) And it's like, what is going on?
1: (laughs) You know, I think people just want truth and honesty, even if it's like done in a real, people just want something to wake them up. And I think that we are just force-fed so much fakeness in everything we consume. And I think that musicians, especially somewhat like rappers and, and comedians, our, our job is to just say it like it is and to right. kind of try to shock you. And, and my goal is never to like offend people and have them leave my show, you know, crying. I think that some comedians yeah. get off on that and they really enjoy when they quote unquote walk a room. That means when people just leave. But I, I, I just want people to, I like to talk about uncomfortable topics, but I like to make it so that I want us to all talk about them this, right. this, this way, because I think that so much of, um, What comedy frees me from, and I think what it frees people from is shame. And so, when you go to my show and you see me joking about something that you thought, oh my god, that was only me, it makes you feel better that there's someone else. And then your laughter makes me feel like, oh, it's not just me. Like (laughs) there's some things I share on stage, and like I get no laugh, and I go, oh, that's that's a just me thing. Like I, the other, in fact, you won't see this in my act because it's not relatable. But I am like I'm a fast person. Obviously, I'm like a motor mouth right now, but. I just move fast all the time, and I'm not, like, I'm not very dainty and delicate. And I have recently had this thing where I've been, like, wearing longer shirts, and I keep accidentally wiping myself with my shirt because I stand up and I wipe. And so I keep getting my shirt, like, literally pee on my shirt. And I've been... (laughs) Trying to joke about it on stage, no, this is happening to no one oh, no! And so ah. there are they're, they're really like eye-opening moments on stage as a comedian where you share something that you're like, this is in the zeitgeist. No one's called this thing out. Everyone's <laughs> going to relate. And then everyone's just like, crickets. Like, girl, that's just you. So it's, it's fun.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, you have been you you uh, you've done a lot of these uh, celebrity roasts. You know that's what a lot of people yeah. you know really recognize you um, from doing. Uh, you know you you've done a lot of them. Obviously, I'm curious. Do you have more fun doing the roasting or being roasted by everybody else on those?
1: Oh, being roasted is miserable. It's honestly, I don't even think about it happening until it happens because it is so dreadful. I mean, yeah. imagine like a writer's room of people like that, you know, all of these, including me, there's like people work writers working to like, come up with jokes about you. They put your face up on a wall and they spend weeks staring at your face, trying to think of the meanest thing that maybe (laughs) you haven't even thought about yourself. And, and these are the most brilliant writers in comedy all working to just drag you down and to literally like cyber bully you. Like (laughs) they're trying to break you. And so, I generally go through a very deep depression after the roast oh, because oh, no. during it, I'm laughing and I'm smiling because it's like, it, I signed up for this. Like it, I never get nervous about doing the roasting because no matter what I say, these people signed up for it. There's yeah. there's certain circumstances where if I'm at a show and you're sitting in the front row and there's something about you, I want to roast. I'm not going to do it because you didn't sign up for it, that you didn't ask for that. You know, some people want it and then I can do it, but um, these celebrities ask for it. So I'm no holds barred and I feel like. I don't know. I've I my friends have had to like intervene with me afterwards and be like, "We need like a set of therapists ready for you to walk <laughs> up stage because the first time I did it, they I mean they said I looked like Larry Bird. They were saying I had a oh. flat ass. Like they they were saying I wasn't like lovable. That you know it was just it was just all my deepest fears. And yeah. I I went straight to a med spa and got like so many things injected in my face <laughs> to, like, to change it to fix things. I spent my whole paycheck on it. It was so ridiculous, but they really rattle you. And there are certain comedians, I, I mean, I am a, was able to start doing the roast because certain comedians wouldn't do it anymore because it hurts you so much. Yeah. And especially as you get older. Like, the last time I did one, I was 34, I think. Yeah. And now I'm 38. And there hasn't been another one since, but I feel like at this point, at 34, no one could really call me old. I mean, that was on. That was like Hollywood you're still kind of precedent it for Hollywood, but right. jokes about me being old wouldn't have landed. They wouldn't have done very well. But now at 38 and a half, oh, they would work, and they would work so badly oh. that I don't even know what kind of operations I would be. I would probably <laughs> change genders, to be honest with you, and just like, let's just commit to looking like an old man because they age better. Like, I don't I don't know if I can handle it, so oh, I'm no. kind of dreading being asked again because I'm like, I would probably have to say yes, but <laughs> – I would need all hands on deck in terms of mental health support afterwards. Well,
2: and and inherently, women are the the target of that yeah. in general, not even <laughs> just in comedy, but just in yes. society, um, which is even more of a struggle. But in in a in a lighter note, on another show where uh, there is none of this nonsense, technically, you should be getting a title belt right now because you beat Chris Jericho in The Masked Singer.
1: Uh, that was I know, sweet. isn't that? I mean, yeah, he. I beat Adam Carolla, yeah. Chris Jericho. Let's just say I'm a pop star. I mean, I am right. obviously. I mean,
0: Chris, the- Chris Jericho tours with his own band. I mean, you beat an actual oh, guy who he? makes. Some- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fozzie. He, oh, he- I
1: didn't know that. Okay. That is impressive to me. Okay. I will yeah. pat myself on the back. Yeah. Yes. I did the mass Singer and I got third place, which isn't too shabby. I lost to Wilson Phillips and Amber Riley, who are professional singers. So it was really nice. I um, I love singing. I do some singing in my show. I have a band open for me and I like do a song with them. That's kind of like a comedy song. I love singing so much. I mean, the best singer was the best experience ever because I just, you know, I got to sing and no one knew who I was. So no one could really go, what is she doing singing? (laughs) Like for all they knew, I could be a pop star. So it was, it was awesome.
0: Oh, that's phenomenal. Well, we uh, we do like to ask one question on all of our interviews that we do. This kind of got sure. started um, with uh, Henry Winkler, actually, uh, last year, and it kind of just carried over to everybody between, let's see, we've had Steve Gutenberg now, and uh, uh,
2: uh-huh.
0: who else did we talk to?
1: Oh, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Morning.
0: Yeah, we talked to Tom Arnold today about this. Oh,
1: those are all, how great. Uh, is henry winkler by the way
0: oh he is he is the absolute best like we ran out of time on the interview and he was like meatball mark i'm calling you back and like he He just is
1: a saint i love him so much as soon as you said him i'm like you must be friends with him because he's friends with everyone. he's just he's a genuinely nice person i'm so glad to hear that you had a good experience with him because likewise he's just a real he's the pond man he's that's the that's the one celebrity you meet and you go oh he is just as good as you want him yeah. to be if not better.
0: When he speaks, it just feels like you're getting a hug from your grandpa. You know, it's like totally more,
1: even it's, talking about him. I'm feeling like this warm yeah. feeling, and I might have just orgasmed. I don't know, but it, whatever it is. Well, this is this I, is it won't happen again for weeks.
0: This is this is probably the most wholesome thing that I think came out of that Henry Winkler thing. The very, the very first thing he brought up was his favorite sandwich. And now we have to know from everybody this year what your favorite sandwich is in honor of Henry Winkler.
1: Oh my God! What my favorite sandwich is? Okay, I love that question. I, but I'm a vegan, so this is going to disappoint everyone. But oh, no. I like, you know, sandwiches kind of suck when you're vegan. <laughs> but I'm guessing like something like a eggplant parmesan, like a vegan eggplant thing, because yeah. eggplant's the closest to like a, a, a meat that you're gonna get. But like, sure. if I'm talking about meat, like back in the day, it was Quiznos. Uh, turkey with tons of lettuce Aww. and uh, all of uh, the, their like d- uh, vinaigrette dressing and lots of pepper and oregano and I'm just salivating things new about it and I'm ready <laughs> to like eat it now again or pigs whatever like yeah just uh I, Quiznos I'm like with old school I love Quiznos well, what, what was his favorite sandwich
0: he uh he loved a tuna sandwich uh he was a big fan of a oh, tuna, tuna sandwich with just oh like- you know
1: what I'm changing it okay, okay. my answer is peanut butter and jelly in a paper in in the paper bag that my mom would pack for me when the it would soak through the bread i know that is maybe like not people aren't into that but i loved when i could see the jelly like coming through the bread and it was all like kind of mushy and you could eat it even if you didn't have teeth i think that is um i'm really hungry i think
0: that just sounds like like third grade and i'm really nostalgic i
1: know i think i just have nostalgia for when before (laughs) we had to pay taxes and like have responsibilities now you a crunchy or creamy gal (laughs) Oh, I'm creamy all the way. All I don't right. want that. I don't need to be reminded of like, <laughs> or, like of, of flying on Southwest. I don't. I don't want that. I don't need to, no, thank you. Creamy all the way.
0: Oh man. Well, we are Beautiful. definitely looking forward to this show uh, Thursday nights and Friday nights. Going to be so much fun with you, Nikki. I hope we get to say hi to you while you're here. Um, Me too, guys. and, uh, if you, if you want any recommendations for food around town or something to do, you know, hit us up. I'll bet we can find something for you to do.
1: Yeah. What do I do? What's the thing to see in town besides where John oh, wait? No, never, never mind. That's in Juliet. I'm going to Juliet, Illinois, um, oh. after on Saturday Yeah. Okay. and everyone's like, I go, what's there to do? And they're like, well, John Wayne Gacy was killed here. And <laughs> I was needs? like, is there anything else?
2: <laughs> That's yeah. exciting.
1: Uh, do you like beer? I don't drink either. Yeah. I know I, I'm people. really alienated. They're like, you're vegan and you don't drink. Like, what fun are you? Don't worry. I I, I promise that my act uh, will redeem me. Right. From- well, there <laughs> there
0: is there is actually a brewery in town, but they they do their own uh, root beer as well and then a majority okay. of their menu is actually vegan and vegetarian too if i'm correct right one well oh, yes
1: wait, one tell well. me, i got to go
2: you got meatballs number right now if you get in early <laughs> enough shoot him a text we'll uh we'll take you out for a uh, root beer and a uh some uh some that would rum be awesome you're guys yeah.
1: are so nice thank yeah. you so much yeah i will have time to kill on friday probably it's rare that i get to like stay in a city for 2 days so true. I'm really looking forward to this.
0: Very cool. Well, hopefully we'll get to get to do that with you. It'll be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to these shows. And, uh, man, Nikki, it, this has been such a pleasure, Seriously. and uh, we're looking forward to everything.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. And, uh, yeah, you. I hope to see people out there. I can't wait to meet people, and uh, I'll see you guys there. Sounds awesome. great. Thank, Thank you so much, Nikki. Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 and on demand in the Rocker app. It's the best of the Rocker Morning Show on 1077-RKR.